Welcome 311 Nation to the Omaha Stally Pod. I appreciate everybody tuning in. I know the cruise is now in the rearview mirror as well as 311 Day. Time to move on to April. We're into a couple dates later on in the month in the Colorado area. We do have a lot to talk about today, specifically shows that you've been to, favorite shows, favorite show memories. We've got a handful of fans that chimed in with some great stuff. We're going to get started here right after this break. What's up, 311 Nation? It's Howie Spangler from Ballyhoo, and you're listening to the Omaha Styley Podcast, always reminding you to stay positive and love your life. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go right to Mackie with a great story from Maine about her first 311 show. Hello, my name is Mackie, and I am from York, Maine. Um, I am 26, and this story is from a show in Boston, 2017, during the Unity Tour, and they did meet and greets. And first of all, I went up to Nick. He was the last person at the table. And I said my name, Mackie, which is not a normal name. And he said, oh, yeah, I recognize you from Twitter. Like, I love I love the posts and I love everyone that love that we can talk to everybody on Twitter and keep in touch with fans. And I like nearly had a fucking heart attack. I couldn't believe that he recognized my name. And that just goes to show how important fans are to them. And they retain all that stuff and they love to keep in touch with their fans. And that is amazing to me because I love them so much, and it just makes me love them even more. And I remember being in the front row, smack dab in the middle at that show, and anyone who listens to this that was at that show knows that it was bomb. Like, that was, like, one of the most memorable shows that I've ever gone to, and I, obviously, it was a meet and greet, so it was extra memorable, but that one in particular just completely blew me away, and I was right in the middle in the front at the railing, and... People know how hard it is to get up to the railing. Like, let me just say, I'm 26, and I know there's people that are way older than me and have been fans for way longer. And so I kind of, like, I respect the hardcore fans getting up to the railing, but this was my one chance to be, like, this is my spot. I'm not moving. And they played Unity as their last song before the encore, I believe. And... I swear to God, I had like an out-of-body experience listening to that. Like I've never been affected by a song being played live like ever. I've been to a million concerts and I just remember like literally my soul left my body and I was like watching myself like just go fucking insane during that song. And again, anyone who went to that show could probably agree if they remember how insane it is. Like I've never, there's never been a song that they've played live that... I've really, truly been affected by like that. And it it was just like the perfect end to the perfect day. And I just love 311 so much. And I'm looking forward to more and more experiences going to their shows and going to 311 Day and hopefully a cruise because I haven't gone on the cruise yet. But yeah, that's my story about 311. The fact that you brought up a meet and greet and, and just meeting the band is a cool story in itself. Uh, I think a lot of us, w- when you have the expectation of maybe getting to meet the band one day and you finally get that opportunity, you, you build up all this anxiety and expectation towards you want to ask them a lot of questions, you want to ask all the right questions, and you find yourself just stumbling all over yourself. And they always really in and become real people like you didn't expect them to be, and they start 
talking and sharing conversations and it ends up always being a great time if you've never met the band or had an opportunity to don't fear that because they are some great human beings who will always engage you and always make you feel like you're just having having a conversation with a good friend uh, the song Unity, I'll never forget. Very similar experience. I was at the Fillmore in Charlotte, North Carolina, a small club show, and there might have been 1,000, 1,500 people in the place, and they played Unity at that show, and the place, the roof just went off it. It was just one of those magical moments, probably one of my favorite 311 moments also. I love the fact that you shared a Unity song moment because I think it's just a great underplayed song live. Welcome back. Before we get into the next fan story, I wanted to talk a little bit about the upcoming dates for the band. Um, we do have the uh, April 18th show in Denver, Colorado at the Ogden Theater. Also, Saturday, April 20th at Fort Collins, Colorado at the Aggie Theater. Then they're going to get into the summer tour. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later. First date is going to be at Huber Heights, Ohio on Tuesday, July 2nd. They are going to do a co-headlining tour with the Dirty Heads. I'm sure most everybody is aware of that by now. Going to talk a little bit more about that later in the show, though. Uh, so I'm submitting this for the uh, funnest, weirdest uh, show I attended uh, for 311. Uh, me and like six buddies, we went to a concert. It was August 18th, 2007 uh, down in Chula Vista. It was uh, 311 and Modest Yahoo. Uh, my buddies and I were pre-gaming pretty good at my sister's house. Um, we took some shrooms. And uh, it hit pretty good when we got to the show. Um, <clears throat> one friend and I snuck backstage to uh, when Modest Yahoo was on, and that was a pretty cool experience. Um, not being sober and and seeing the uh, the candle religious ceremony was kind of a trip. Um, but then when Three Eleven came on. Um, they did a sweep of the backstage, and we were swiftly kicked out. <laughs> but uh, it was fun going back to meet with my friends. And uh, our seats were about two rows in front of, like, the um, reserved area where people have tables and chairs and get service. Um, and we were being loud and belligerent. But uh, for the encore, the people behind us had left. So we moved into, into that suite area, and we moved the tables and chairs over to the side. So my buddies and I had this wide open spot to ourselves just to rock out and get crazy for uh for creatures that was their last song and uh, we were raising the chairs above our head and just it was just <laughs> it was a time i'll never forget it was it was it was a blast and, and um my sister's a saint for picking us up and dealing with us for the rest of the night but uh that was that's the short version excellent memories shrooms and candle ceremonies doesn't get a whole lot better than that
little bit of who's got the herb rock outro there for you. I don't know if you also caught it at the, at the front end of the broadcast. There was a little 311 cover of Led Zeppelin's Do Your Maker. You know, the thing about 311 is they're not shy about doing some fantastic versions of cover songs in spite of the fact they have a pretty expansive library of their own music. Uh, you've got Leaving Babylon on the Sound System album, very good cover of a Bad Brain song, and obviously Love Song, a great cover of the Cure classic for the 51st Date soundtrack. A little fun story about that. Adam Sandler was a big fan of 311, loved Amber, and wanted it to be a focal point of the movie. Actually suggested to Nick Hexum, who had been recruited to do the soundtrack on the album, that they actually do a cover of Love Song by The Cure, which wasn't a foreign concept for them because they had actually, Tim Mahoney and Nick had been in a cover band pre-311 and actually covered a lot of Cure music. A little fun trivia fact there on the cast for you. October 17th, 1999, Boulder, Colorado, the Fox Theater. My best friend Dan and I organize a small group of people around us and shout, Summer of Love at the top of our lungs. The rest is setless history. One of those things you cherish as a fan is checking out shows where you hear some really rare songs. And Summer of Love is probably one of the highest on that rarity index if you did the stats. And I haven't checked it, but I promise you that Summer of Love has maybe been played a handful of times over the past 20 years. And it's cool when you go to a show and you expect a lot of the hits and you expect some rarities and you get something like that and you weren't expecting it and Summer of Love is a song that I would never go to a show expecting so very cool very cool guys well done well done I mentioned earlier we were going to bring up the co-headlining tour with the Dirty Heads it does kick off in July runs the majority of the summer really looking forward to that yeah, one thing I, I do want to get in my soapbox a little bit on, and I may upset some people, and I may please some people, but I'm okay either way. Bands like 311 have been doing this for a long time, and one of the reasons why they've been successful and continue to grow and get better is because they're willing to explore, and they're willing to try things, and they're willing to piss a few people off in the in the interim. And I know there's a lot of people that are real happy about this tour, but there's a lot of people that are disappointed in the fact that there's a co-headlining tour again. And in fact, they're not even open up all the dates. But let's just say this. You want to grow. You want to get better. You want to grow your fan base. You want to establish yourself in this generation of fans in this time and in, in age. You've got to grow and you've got to expand. and You've got to try different things as a band. And I, I fully respect what the band is doing. I fully respect what management is doing. Uh, yeah, are they going to get out and play two and a half hour, 25 song set list with rarities, giving birth to rarities? No, they're probably going to play a lot like what they did in the Offspring tour. And I'm okay with that. What a great tour that was. They expanded their fan base. They uh, put on an amazing show, the light show. The audio was out of this world. Yeah, there was no bass solo. Yeah, there was a lot of songs that didn't get played. But guys, get over it. If you're not happy with the current status of what they're doing, then choose to find another band that you enjoy as much as you used to enjoy 311. And that's all I have to say about that. Thanks for listening.
Hey, I'm Casey, 311 Bliss from Twitter. My favorite show ever was Omaha's 150th birthday celebration. A band called Grasshopper Takeover opened, and then Zach Hexum came on, which was awesome because I loved his very first album. And then 311 came out and played a one badass set list. And yeah, I ended up getting sick. Um, towards the end, I got sick. I had my brother searching for water at every concession stand. There was none to be found. They were expecting 13 to 14,000 people and over 30,000 people showed up. It was amazing. It was free and it was in Memorial Park. And it was just one of the best times of my life. I know it goes beyond saying that 311 is a band from Omaha, Nebraska. Everybody who knows the history knows that. What they fail to realize sometimes is the band did hit it big, went out west, could have never returned to their roots, and here they are, all these years later, they go and do an anniversary show free, not charging anything, uh, 30,000 fans show up, and they have a celebration, and that's showing true to your roots. Band has never lost its roots, never lost their values of their hometown, and still respect the original fans in Omaha, Nebraska. Kudos to the band. Before we go to this next story about a fan who saw their first 311 show this year, I want to talk a little bit about expectations for being a fan and showing up at these shows. I remember when I, I first went to my first show, and I remember I got tickets from a guy who, had, who couldn't go, and he kept saying little hints about things to expect. And I remember one thing he said was, don't don't go to the bathroom during the drum solo. Don't miss that. And I remember thinking like, oh, I don't want to miss the drum solo. And I've never missed the drum solo since because it's always a special moment. But there's little things that come out in a show that just keep bringing you back and keep um, raising the bar for you wanting to see, you know, different things and, and chasing songs or whatever it is that attracts you to going to 311 shows. But I just wanted to share that a little bit. There's, there's little m moments of minutiae, I think, that create that draw that make you want to come back the interaction with the fans that the band has the um the different levels of of professionalism and showmanship that they add you know this past year when they brought some of the the light effects and things in uh, to already go with the great uh, sound mix that they have but i think it's great how the band is always adding to the live experience every show and not just sitting back and saying hey they're going to show up regardless of what the uh, show is out so let's go to chris here saw his first show this past year um actually back in february at the house of blues show uh, pre-cruise show in tampa excuse me in orlando this is Chris with Tones of Music, and I shared with you a while back my intro to 311 and whatnot, so I thought I'd just share real quick uh, from the vantage point for everybody how it was for me at my first 311 concert, since most people who share in here have already seen them uh, multiple times. Uh, for me, it was my first recently in Orlando. Uh, it was a great show, positive vibe. Um, I think the biggest takeaway I got from it was I felt as if these guys were playing these songs for the first time because there might be somebody like me for the first time at a concert. And I thought I got that vibe, that feeling. Um, a lot of passion. I will have to say, honestly, I was curious to see how Nick would sound live. And he sounded better than I thought he would live. 
Um, I've been to a lot of shows with a lot of bands, and I get let down by the vocals, which get masked away by a lot of artists in production. Um, these guys sounded live, great live, just like they would, you know, listening to it on an album, more or less. And only a handful of bands I've seen that can do that. I really like uh, the passion with each song, even though they, you know they probably play it. 5,000 times, still passion. You get the passion from it. The crowd's all into it, singing all the songs. That's a great community right there. I'm, I'm really happy to be part of it. Uh, and I plan on seeing them again in August when they come to Tampa. And I just wanted to share my first experience seeing 311 Live, and it was an A+. Thanks, man. Bye. This might come off as a weird analogy, but um, I sometimes I equate seeing new bands or checking out new bands to remember when you had that experience when you brought your new girlfriend that you've been seeing for about a year or so or even a few months you bring it home to mom and dad and everybody's got that tense moment and you're hoping they appreciate her as much as you do and they hope that they see all the value in her that you do and all the the uncomfortable feelings well that's kind of the way i i take it when when i tell people to check out 311 i was like ah, i hope you hope you enjoy it as much as i do you know all that weirdness but you know at some point you know they go to the show they they see it for their own selves and you know one thing i appreciate about chris the, the what i do know about him um especially on twitter interaction is that he has impeccable taste in music and he knows the difference between good stuff and not really good stuff and the fact that he saw them and really got a lot out of it uh, it really makes me happy because, you know, I know that we didn't bring the crazy girl home to dinner. This one is dedicated to the inside of one. Not the possum playing dead, messing with my head. X amount of action, X amount of game. But yes, again, I tell you the same. Oh, little snippet of tribute there in the break you know that's one thing about about 311 b-sides that they're ridiculously disgustingly good it's it's like almost a bad joke why why these songs don't make the album you got like gap i played earlier in the in the uh segue and sun come through and get down and i like the way and you name you name it. I mean, songs they they get released, you know, off of EDTS and B sides on Amazon and just these weird places. Then they don't even make the album, and it's almost intimidating to some degree because here's a band that has so many great songs that actually make the album, and then there's all these songs that you got to find, you know, and being fans over the years. It's I almost parallel it to being like a fish. Humphreys, Dave Matthews fan where you just, you almost feel like an outsider looking in until you figure out all the pieces of the puzzle, but it's a cool ride. It's it's fun. Um, I definitely, definitely uh, it's, it becomes an obsession. You know, you, you want to you find all the dirt, all the things you can find out about the band, all the little things, all the songs you missed, and that's part of what I try to do here is going to play some little things that maybe you never seen or heard before and just, you know, hope you can check them out and find them out there. They're out there, you know, YouTube it and whatever, you know. going to check out a story about going to your first 311 show as a teen and coming home and trying to close your dad on how awesome the show was. Sometimes it always doesn't work out the way you plan it though, right? So the craziest story I ever had about a concert 
was back in uh, 1997, September 25th, 1997, at the Greek Theater. It was the day before my 17th birthday, and it was the first concert my parents ever let me go to by myself, and it was my first 311 concert. And um, I was so nervous because I didn't want to, like, you know, try and sneak anything in with me, uh, but I quickly found out that, you know, Excitables like to share, and it was really cool, but I think I had too much to smoke. So uh, I was just so amazed because they finished everything off with fuck the bullshit. It was just awesome encore. But at any rate, um, I remember getting uh, the tour t-shirt, which had the transistor logo with the transistors up in the clouds and everything like that. Finally had to retire that shirt. But the, uh, the design, it just had me so amazed that I was staring at it all the way home. And my dad was like, you know, kind of catching on to it all. When we got home, I got out of the car, and I seem to remember it with the Matthew McConaughey voice when I tell the story, but I was like, Dad, check it out, man. It's got this transistor floating in the clouds, man, and uh, instead of having a filament, it's got this dude, and he's in the lotus position. I mean, wow, Dad. And like, you know, you work with transistors all the time at work, but... None of them have the dude with the lotus position, and he's gold-colored up in the clouds. My dad's all like, son, it's time for you to go to bed. My mom's like, is he okay? My dad's like, yeah, he's fine. And uh, she probably didn't figure it out until about a decade later. But that's about the craziest story I ever had. I think I usually kept to myself after most of the other shows after that. Cool story. I think we can all relate to sitting there for hours and, and looking at some of the artwork that... 311 has produced either on album jackets or shirts or designs and posters and you know you could look at the universal pulse album for weeks probably at a time um just to find all the little symbolism and the intricacies that are in that artwork uh definitely <laughs> appreciate hearing the 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 story with with mom and dad it takes me back to concert going when i was a kid and 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 just some of the crazy stories and of the concert experiences as a teen thanks for sharing that's going to be a short and sweet wrap today i hope you guys are having a great spring so far weather is starting to warm up it's getting a lot closer to summer guys i cannot wait for the tour got a lot of things coming up here in the next few weeks next few months um, looking forward to seeing, meeting some of you guys out there on the the tour. And I'm still picking dates myself. I'm on the fence between a handful of southeastern dates. And I'm, I'm sure I'll find a way to get there. Um, tickets will be around. I promise you, don't panic. And you all out there panicking over tickets, just stay the course. Be patient. Tickets always come. Don't fight over them. Don't get crazy. Don't lose your minds. I promise you, you'll get to see the band. Dirty Heads is going to be there. Lots of great opportunities this summer. Looking forward to seeing you guys out there and gals. Stay positive until then and love your life. 